Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Have you ever heard a sermon preached on Joel 2, 28-32? Well, that was Peter's text on the day of Pentecost, the first evangelistic sermon. Let me read what he has to say. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maidservants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Holy Spirit had just been poured out on a bunch of fishermen from Galilee, proving that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And just think, that was just the beginning. Joel mentioned signs and wonders. Peter reminds them, you witnessed Jesus' signs and wonders. He healed you, your friends, your family members. This wasn't a mere man doing those things. It was God working in your midst. Peter goes on to tell them that it was God's plan for your Messiah to come and die. You crucified him, but God raised him up. He conquered death. Peter didn't hold back. But as he said, this was all in God's plan from the beginning. Nothing takes God by surprise. Jesus had told his disciples over and over that he would die. But they had their ears closed. Looking back, they rejoiced in remembering that Jesus knew it would happen and he did it willingly. He gave himself for us, a sacrifice once for all. Everything in our lives, God knows beforehand. He doesn't have a plan B because you made an unexpected decision. He already has everything factored in his plan. Nothing takes God by surprise. Not cancer. He knows every square centimeter of your body. Not divorce. He saw it coming way before you did. Not death. He knew before your loved one was even born. Not anything. And he cares. He had to walk through his trial and crucifixion alone so that he can walk with us through anything we have to go through. In Acts 2.25, Peter reaches back in time to call King David to testify. He quotes Psalm 16, 8-11 and explains it. He says, if David was here right now, he'd tell you. Jesus is the Messiah that you've all been waiting for. He's the one God promised would sit on his throne forever. Jesus is our hope, and he's exalted to the right hand of the Father and has sent the Holy Spirit just as he promised. You're seeing the results of that. Don't take our word for it. Listen to King David himself. Peter chose just a few prophecies out of the 200 to 400 in the Old Testament. But quoting David was especially poignant because he was the quintessential king, a national hero. Peter was saying, if David were here, he'd believe in Jesus, and you should too. In fact, David would have loved to have been here to see his prophecy fulfilled. You have an opportunity he didn't have. 
Now it's your choice. Will you believe or reject him? Peter completed his sermon by saying, Let all of the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. You killed your Messiah. God promised, God sent, and you crucified. Peter was talking to some of the same people who shouted, Crucify him, 51 days before. But he might as well be speaking to us, too. No, you weren't there, but your sin and mine put him on that cross just as much as their sin. Even if you don't accept him as Savior, he still died for your sin. Every sin ever committed. All the way back to the Garden of Eden. All the way down to this morning when you lied about, well, maybe we ought not make that public. Or how about when you were in your car and got mad, well, at any rate, it was your sins and my sins that put him on the cross. The important thing is what we're going to do about it. When you know the truth, will you deny it, ignore it, make excuses, blame someone else, or confess and repent? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.